Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, and by Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. This is AutoLine Daily for April 7th, 2011, and now the news. As we told you yesterday, Toyota and Microsoft were going to hold a big press conference, and they did. But even though Akio Toyota and Steve Ballmer made grand speeches about how they're going to collaborate, we still don't know a whole lot more than we did before the press conference. But here is what we do know. It's all about using smartphones to monitor and control how you charge your electric car or plug-in. Excuse me for asking, but where's the news? Aren't GM and Nissan already coming out with this technology? Hasn't Ford already announced plans to do the same? Okay, there is one intriguing aspect of the Toyota-Microsoft partnership. They're going to have one central system so that Toyota owners anywhere in the world can use it. That's because it's all going to be on the cloud. Don't you just love that term? We used to say that we're putting things online, but online, that's so passe. Now it's going on the cloud. Speaking of Toyota, it's making headlines for selling its one millionth Prius in the United States. Okay, a million sounds pretty good, but remember, it took them 11 years to hit that number. To put that in perspective, the Camry hits that number every three years. I'm not knocking the Prius, and that is a milestone, but you need to put it in perspective. Back to monitoring how well your electric car is being charged. GM says most owners of the Chevy Volt are driving 1,000 miles between fill-ups. That means they're averaging 107 miles per gallon. Again, that sounds pretty impressive, but most cars will go over 300 miles per tank, so that means Volt owners are only skipping going to the gas station one-third as often. Seems to me it should be better than that and probably will be once there are more public charging stations. Talk about a comeback! According to Wards, Sang Yong, that South Korean automaker most people haven't even heard of, has one of the most impressive exhibits at the Seoul Motor Show. It's displaying 10 vehicles, including the redesigned version of its Chairman H luxury sedan. It's also got four concepts, four production vehicles, plus four advanced new engines. What makes this so amazing is just three weeks ago, the company was in bankruptcy on the brink of collapse, but Mahindra swooped in to save it, buying a majority stake. Going forward, Song Young will start importing Corando C and Rexton SUVs to India early next year. The company will also work with Mahindra to develop vehicles for certain African markets. The New York Auto Show begins in about a week and a half, and automakers are stepping up to promote their big reveals. Mercedes is set to unveil a new concept version of its subcompact A-Class. The car is powered by a turbocharged four-cylinder engine paired with a dual-clutch transmission. It also features a collision warning system, plus a host of other high-end goodies. The swanky design is a big part of this concept, which makes today's version of the car look like a frumpy toaster by comparison. One standout feature on this thing is its grille, which is outfitted with fiber optics to make it look like a star-filled night sky. Crazy! Let me say that again, crazy! Fiber optics are also used in the daytime running lamps. No details on powertrain, production, or pricing are available right now, but stay tuned.
Coming up next, a look at the BMW Active E, the latest electric car from that company in Munich. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. Later in the year, BMW will introduce its Active-E electric vehicle in the U.S. It's the second EV to come from the company's EV program. The first was the Mini-E. Rich Steinberg, the head of BMW's EV operations in North America, explains the differences between the two vehicles, as well as which enhancements engineers made to the Active-E. This is a very exciting new car from BMW. It's the second vehicle coming from something we call Project I. The first vehicle was the Mini-E. And ultimately, we'll be delivering uh, the third vehicle, the megacity vehicle, now called the i3. But let's talk today about the Active-E. The Active-E is an exciting new pure electric, lithium-ion powered battery electric vehicle that addresses some of the shortcomings that were with the Mini-E. The Mini-E only had two seats and very limited luggage capacity. And the nice part about the Active-E is it addresses those two shortcomings. It's a full four-seater and has a complete regular trunk to access all your stuff. It also adds one extra layer of technology that the Mini-E didn't have, which is liquid cooling and liquid heating of the battery pack. That's a very important change because what we discovered with the Mini-E program is that in cold weather conditions, range would be affected by a substantial margin. And what this vehicle allows us to do with liquid cooling and liquid heating is extend the range using grid power to keep the battery always at optimal temperatures. The Active-E is based off of a one-series coupe with some interesting modifications to make it a pure electric vehicle. The range of the Active-E is approximately 100 miles in real-world conditions. That's similar to what we experienced with the Mini-E, but again, it adds liquid cooling and liquid heating to the package so you're not affected by cold weather conditions. Some modifications to the car, for instance, on the hood, we've got the new graphic package, which has sort of a wiring diagram, and actually has a hood bulge to accommodate the batteries. What used to be the engine, the regular internal combustion engine, is now replaced with a battery pack, and also goes down through the drivetrain of the vehicle to the rear of the car. You can also see the graphic package on the side of the vehicle with an E-Drive logo, as well as with the Active-E uh, wiring diagram going across the side as well as the top of the vehicle. The batteries in the Active-E are supplied by a new partnership between Samsung and Bosch, a company called SB Motive. S for Samsung, B for Bosch, Li Motive, Li for lithium ion, and Motive speaks for itself. Uh, the powertrain itself is developed in-house by BMW, and that same cell technology and the same powertrain will end up ultimately in the megacity vehicle now called the i3. The Active-E is coming to the U.S. later this year, available in the fall, and it's available in a limited number of markets. Southern California, including San Diego, San Francisco Bay Area, Sacramento, and back east in the New York metro, including Connecticut and the metro of Boston. The car will be available in relatively limited quantities as a lease-only vehicle, but it's, again, leading towards the development of the, the uh, megacity vehicle, which comes in 2013. Hey, don't forget to tune in to AutoLine After Hours tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Our guest tonight is Bob Casey, the transportation curator at the Henry Ford Museum, one of the greatest museums in the world, and with a fantastic car collection of all different makes. Join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo tonight for AutoLine After Hours. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We will see you tomorrow.